Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Debate Podcast by Android Authority, discussing topics in Android every week. I am, of course, your host for the FDP, Joshua Vergara. What's going on, everybody? And this week, we're talking about Project Fi, or as Joe Hindi wanted to call it, Project Fee, which is essentially the wireless service that Google has announced recently. Uh, piggybacking off of T-Mobile and Sprint Networks, they're basically making their own MVNO, and we talk about its implications, how we feel about the Project Fi itself. <laughs> I almost said fee there. <laughs> and also how we feel about wireless in general, the state of mobile networks today. Uh, the first 15 minutes of the show, however, are dedicated to uh, us just sort of catching up over the, uh, about what we did over the past week or so and making a couple of announcements of what we're doing in the next couple of months. One in particular is that we're going to a special trade show that we've never gone to before, so I hope you guys are looking forward to that. Uh, if the audio sounds a little bit different right now, just for this intro, it's because I forgot my microphone uh, where I'm editing, so I'm using the Alcatel One Touch Idle 3, which I'm reviewing at the moment to do this particular intro. But without any further ado, keep it tuned to Android Authority for even more from the FDP, even, and also some changes are coming to the show, and we'll let you know what those are in a couple of weeks, probably at the most. And don't forget that next week we have the LG G4 launch, so wait for all of my coverage and also the podcast on our reactions to it. So now, without any further ado, enjoy episode number 14 of the FDP Project 5. <laughs> So you guys, I think I'm going to like totally request an invite for that project fee thing. Fee or fi? Fee. I think it's fi. fi. Is it fi? <laughs> I think it might See, be fi. fi. It could go either way. That's the thing. It depends if you say Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi. It depends on those two. <laughs> yeah, but in the, sh- t- in the in the once hit TV show Burn Notice, one of the characters' names was Fee and it was spelled F-I. So oh, fair that's, enough. That's where, that's where I saw it. You know you need a do you, do you have a Nexus 6 to use the the Project Fi or Fee? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to request an invite. I'm actually going to do it right now on the podcast. So I'm going to click really loud so you can hear it. Ready? There you go. That was me requesting an invite. <laughs> you had everything See filled out already. Is that <laughs> no? No, it, it was more of a, a whatever you call it, a grand, uh, grand display there. <laughs> All right. So how's uh, how's everybody doing this week? We had a hell of a show last week, and no, Nurav is not going to be on the show this week. Uh, he's actually busy right now um, talking to some peeps. Uh, but again, just a, a big thanks to the guy for being there last week. Despite all of the crap that we gave him, him being up at six in the morning where he is, and then me saying his name wrong the entire freaking time, <laughs> I'm still he, mad about that. <laughs> he, dude, he made he made a comment afterwards in our uh, in our little podcast chat room thing that there were actually people who listened to this podcast who liked the way you said his name. <laughs> better than the way his name actually sounds. They were all like, hey, yeah, Nirave sounds way better than what is Nirav. <laughs> Nirav, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's so much more exotic. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, um, after last week, and then, of course, Joe's uh, lollipop rant. <laughs> I went over way better than I thought it would. I-, I listened to it, and I was like, man, I sound like a dumbass. And then like everyone was like, man, you really knocked it out of the park. And I was like, okay, note to self, sound like a dumbass more often. <laughs> I- <laughs> Uh, you were dead on, though. I mean, you got all the points right. Uh, everything most of us are concerned about with with lollipop, you nailed it. So, well, I mean, you know, um, I was just yeah, I was bumbling on like a like a crack addict for a little while. So, I you know <laughs> I, I, I did not watch any playoff hockey this week. I listened to uh, 
the the theme music for the once hit TV show in Canada called The Littlest Hobo, which is probably the most relaxing TV theme song of all time. Wait, that was an actual TV show? I thought you yes, were. It, I thought you were just na- like calling the song something funny. Like <laughs> no, no, no. That it was an actual show. It's about a dog that goes from town to town and solves people's problems. Um, Mike Myers, the guy who played Austin Powers, actually uh, played in an episode of that. Oh wow! He he played a kid in a wheelchair, I think. <laughs> See, I keep up with 70s Canadian television. <laughs> he's, he's up to date-ish. <laughs> All right, so I'm guessing uh, going pretty well right now for, for you, Joe. I mean, was there no hockey game today? Oh, no, there was a hockey game. I just didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, yeah, how about uh, how about our other guys over there? Feisty, how, how are things going over in your neck of the woods? Uh, you know, things are good over here. Um, just finished up uh, my work with the ADB uh, on the Android customization series. It's uh, quite a bit of fun for me. I, I like diving into the developer side of things. Mm-hmm. And of course, real developers are going to look at everything I said and, and, you know, shrug it off, laugh it off because it's the simplest of, uh, of tasks that we performed. But hey, if you're looking to uh, dig a little bit deeper, trying to figure out how your battery is, you know, what's killing your battery faster than it should or, or you know, file transfers, screen recordings, uh, ADB is kind of a slick tool. Well, they uh, they might have some ulterior motive because if you're teaching people how to get into the whole programming business, then they're going to have more competition. I bet. That's <laughs> <laughs> so these developers. Uh, true, no. <laughs> well, well, I took it from a very user perspective. Uh, you know, there was no developing, no programming involved. Just you know how to install an APK from your PC over to your Android device using ADB. Mm. You know something that is totally easier to do by other means. But hey, if you're in that situation, it's great to know how to do it. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's uh, pop it over to Grushy. How are things going over there? Good. Not a whole lot to report <laughs> at all. I'm just reading yeah. an article right now. Um, sorry, I'm a little distracted. Uh, apparently, there is a. Um, something called project elysium um it is a project for uh a virtual reality pro- project for the oculus uh, rift or whatever you will call it um and uh where they're apparently it's an australian company and they're making it so you can put in people who died and like interact with them it sounds really trippy whoa <laughs> Yeah, that'd be uh, that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Like you, you could somehow like the idea is they'll you'll be eventually able to like send in like pictures and stuff, and they'll make like a virtual model of the person and like resurrect them basically in virtual reality. And just thinking, oh my gosh, are we really going to go that far? <laughs> well, there's still going to be. I mean, you're going to see an avatar of someone that you knew, but it just doesn't sound like you're going to get all of them obviously i mean well the idea is to try to replicate their personality so you could actually have like a conversation with them like i said it's a very early stage thing but they're trying to get funding hmm. and it, it to me it sounds kind of odd <laughs> so that's why i'm distracted i was reading this um and i'm like what the hell <laughs> you know, that, that sounds like it could be trouble seriously yeah i mean yeah. i think that the Take idea pictures is of your ex-girlfriend put her in there and then oh, no. you know change <laughs> her personality and there's laws Ex-girl- against that thankfully but you know it sounds like it's got major issues possible yeah and you know the plot twist is that after you're done talking to them that program gets uploaded to the walking dead video games well, that's uh, the, one of the comments uh, in this article from one of the readers was, uh, sorry, that was it'd be they that was, let's see where was it uh, this would be really fun if you could import your dead relatives into Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> oh <laughs> god, tasteless but fun. 
It's like, wow. <laughs> yep. People on the internet are very macabre. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> I, but yeah, nothing going on for me. Just an ordinary day. <laughs> <laughs> just an ordinary day reading up on potentially very dangerous <laughs> no. and very bad yeah. technology. <laughs> well, what, I'm a geek guy. I can really look does. at anything, and it's interesting. <laughs> Ogrushi really just walks all day long, Mr. Fitbit champion over there. Uh, not today. I've been lazy. Well, actually, I haven't been lazy. I've been working all day. But Man, I've been I, lazy as far as fitness goes. I went for a ten-minute jog, and I'm still at only eight thousand steps. Screw you guys. How do you, I, yeah, I think? I, only... I think all of you sit at your couch every day and just shake your arm <laughs> to get the counter going. Because like I was like, I'm trying to like real here. I can't get to ten thousand steps in a day. <laughs> I mean, it no, might be because today, I... today was my easy day, Joe, and I think I still hit like twelve. No, eleven. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, either your fitbit is broken or mine is because mine was a lazy day too and i got a, a quarter of what you did well a lazy day i still like walked like a couple miles and then i uh mowed my yard but <laughs> it was a lazier day I he walked to the, he walked to the lazy man to pick up milk and <laughs> <laughs> pretty Grushy's close other... i did walk to the grocery store <laughs> Gr- grushy's other job is a part-time mailman he walks around delivering <laughs> <laughs> so it was a la- I only had three neighborhoods to walk through today. It was a, it was a lazy day. Today was you a know, lazy day. No dogs chased me. <laughs> you know, Grushy, when you say something like that, like, oh, I'm having a lazy day and I still outwalked you by 4,000 steps, it's the same thing as like when my skinny friends say, oh, man, I feel so fat after eating a 6,000 calorie dinner and it doesn't stick to them at all. Like if I had a 6,000 calorie dinner, I'd probably have a stroke. But no, I there were no dog chases today, but yesterday while I was walking at like 9.30, I walked by this house and this like 10-year-old punk kid, as I was walking by, he, he said, he said, go to bed, old man. Yeah, because I'm old. <laughs> I go like, to what? bed, first, old man? Yes, go to bed, old man. At first I thought he was, I was like, he surely isn't talking to me, you know? But uh, I walked a little further and he screamed it again in my direction. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm sorry, I'm like, Grushy, but you, you are old if in your head when that kid said that, you said to yourself, surely he's not talking to me. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny though because uh, the 10 year old i would assume is the one with the freaking bedtime just just saying yeah no, that, well yeah you'd think that <laughs> oh man kids don't yeah, have bedtimes just... anymore the yeah, five-year-olds true. next door to me are up until three o'clock in the morning on weekends it made it's me laugh though it's like really okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's funny surely um, you can't be talking about me now i must go home and consume some succotash and warm milk <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> He's Go to bed, right you old man. Jesus. <laughs> I am. He's going to finish his, his his warm milk and then thud. We're going to hear in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> uh, I got my I'm not going to say a word. I believe I'm the oldest of our group. <laughs> I got my phonograph playing in the background. and you know, I got my reading glasses on. You guys don't have bedtimes, <laughs> do you? I'm just, I, just Now that we're on this topic... <laughs> Grushy, um, Josh, <laughs> it's eleven thirty, and I'm podcasting. But if I had a bedtime, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, no, okay, Joe, I could, yeah, I could see that definitely. Um, I just wonder, yeah, like, dude, do bloggers have bedtimes? <laughs> like, <laughs> sometimes I wonder. Um, depends. I mean, yeah, I'm. I like to get up early, so typically I am uh, in bed between ten and eleven, but. I'm also, I'm one of the people who, 
it can just vary very well. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, some days I'll be up to like, you know, two or three in the morning and then up again at like six. Um, and then other times I'll be to bed at like eight o'clock. <laughs> it just kind of depends. On See, that's something your Fitbit would be able to track. Is uh, like, yeah, it's just, you, you know, once you have kids, it just whenever you can sleep, you do. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Grushy logs into his Fitbit dashboard, clicks the sleep button, and it goes, "LOL, Adam, <laughs> <laughs> track my sleep." LOL, no. <laughs> How about you, Feisty? Do you have Do you have a bedtime since we're since we're completing this little round of 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 uh, tangent? Uh, certainly. If I am not asleep by 4 a.m., it's going to be a rough day. <laughs> it was I love it, because you guys are all like, when you guys, you guys probably all go, to, well, I know Joe doesn't go to bed super late, typically, I don't think, right? Oh, I yeah, I do. Said. I, I thought you were more like a 1 a.m. kind of guy. No, I... I... I stop talking to all of you guys at 1 a.m. Ah. Don't go to bed. <laughs> I, say, I say all of you are super, super late. I'm pretty much the opposite. But then again, I'm also up usually at like 4 or 5 in the morning. Well, I'm, I'm, going, I'm trying I'm waking to fix up. my sleep habits. Like, to be I'm honest. waking up usually when you people are going to bed. Yeah. You people. Yeah. Yep. Huh? <laughs> That's racist. You nocturnist. <laughs> he says to the other two white guys and the Filipino guy. <laughs> <laughs> you people. Yep. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm uh, one of those people who can easily switch my schedule, though, my sleep. Well, you know that. I mean, I was when we were at CES, I easily, you know, switched over to being up till four in the morning. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I could switch back. That that was rough when I got back home, though. <clears throat> switch back again. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Um, and, and I remember, too, like, I think one night it was just me and you up because you were writing and I was editing. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember that night. Gotten, well, you don't, you don't, during events, Josh doesn't even sleep. He, he like, takes, like, micro sleeps. Like, he'll be, like, working and then just, like, crash. And then, like, about 20 minutes later, he's up and he's working again. Like, he didn't even miss a beat. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I know some other people like that. It works very well for him. I, I would like to say that that was all by design, but it obviously wasn't. And no, I would just, a... just wake up two hours later from a quick nap saying the name of the phone that I'm trying to edit for. What are G-Flex doing? Oh man! Uh, over here, I'm 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 actually trying to like the the main development for me is um, so there are a couple of fun videos coming up. Um, I, uh, I I have a couple videos, one for Andrew Authority and one technically for myself on uh, the car that I got to review. Now, the funny situation with this car was we got it from Hyundai. And it's a it was a beautiful car, uh, Hyundai Sonata limited edition, not limited edition, but said limited on the back because it had everything in it. Um, Thirty two thousand dollar car for everything that it was it came with. That's a really good price, um, and that will be part of my car review that I'm doing for sort of a personal endeavor of my own. But um, the main crux of it was we were supposed to review Android Auto. They brought us a car without it. <laughs> it was the worst thing. Uh, like it was the worst thing at the time. And then they said, "Well, I mean, you did sign for two weeks, so go ahead and just use the car, and we'll talk about getting your Android Auto later." I was like, "All right." So I started looking at their Blue Link app, and that's what the video is going to be about, and what smartphone connectivity is like in cars right now. Are the systems we have better, or could they still be better than what Android Auto can uh, can can offer? So that's kind of what's going on there. But aside from that, I'm trying my best to finally get back into gaming again. I have these peaks and valleys where I game a lot and then I don't. Um, because one thing that I'll be proud to say on the podcast right now is actually we're going to E3. 
Yes, yes, we are. Yeah, so <laughs> we're all super stoked about that. Finally, you guys can come to my neck of the woods in LA, and uh, we'll have a good time. And um, uh, side note, 16, 17, 18, that's E3. 19, my birthday in June. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, yeah, for me, it was awesome, too, because my, my birthday is uh, June 7th. Oh, there you go. And so I turned 30, so it's like, well, that's an awesome 30th birthday present. <laughs> there you go, yeah, for sure. <laughs> my and... geek dreams come true. I mean, I've been obsessing about E3 since back in the days when uh, you uh, – you know, you opened up you, in order to get E3 news. You opened up a magazine that came like a week later. Yeah, like know? a Game Informer or something. Yeah, like there, that. yeah, Game Informer. Yes, I had a subscription to Game Informer. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there, me too. Yeah, back back then, there, you didn't have you know. I mean, yes, the internet existed, but a lot of people didn't have you know reliable you know. Well, even when I was little, it didn't really exist that much. I mean, <laughs> not like it does today. It was very different. Yeah. And so yeah, these E3 events weren't. Like, <laughs> I mean. They were there were articles, but like video, no. <laughs> good luck with that. Oh, on no, a, certainly you not. know, on a dial-up <laughs> connection. Good luck watching video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know for. I mean, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Joe, you're you're coming along this trip, right? I'm going to Maybe. try, folks. Okay. Um, so you know, given that Joe will be uh, hopefully be there, obviously we're going to cover hopefully. you know Android gaming, Android apps that are being shown, you know, mobile. But we're obviously going to you know branch off and see all the games that we want to see but obviously you yeah know, we're we... visiting nintendo i've already made that very um clear to darcy <laughs> we're going to nintendo darn it well i've been trying to keep up with what will possibly be shown there um obviously, i have to. yeah there, there there are obviously certain games that are super like 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 really anticipated and one in particular that i'm anticipating is the witcher 3 um now I never finished The Witcher 1, and I'm like a third into Witcher 2. So I was like, I have to start gaming again to catch up so I'm not behind when we go to E3. So I picked up a couple games the other day. I got Shadow of Mordor. And, Witcher 3 uh, already came out. No, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, that's going to... It didn't come out already. It's it's on, it's oncoming. Um, or upcoming. Sure? Someone's off to the Googles. Yeah, right? I swear it came out. <laughs> this is, you know, guys, this is how much we don't want to talk about our topic this week. We're 15 minutes in. We're still, know, we're still right? goofing around. <laughs> <laughs> because I swear I saw it on Steam the other day. Unless it was just like a... No, pre-order, dude. Day. Pre-order, that's what Oh, it was it just a... See, uh, it doesn't matter to me anyway because... Um, I still haven't beat Witcher Two, and <laughs> so I need to go back and do that. Exactly, I reinstalled it on my Steam, and I want to. I, wa- I really want to get into it. That way, I that knew way it was coming. Yeah, I guess you're right. It doesn't come until when is it coming? Then I mean, it has to be right around then, though, right? Because it's been. Huh. Well, okay. I, I just looked at it. It says May 19, so it's going to be there before. Uh, okay. Before E3, so I, I say sh- I thought it was coming soon. So yeah, so technically I'm out. wrong, but still I'm trying to catch up. Neither of us were wrong. <laughs> we're, we're really bad about dates around here. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so May, well, ni- the- May 19. Okay, so that's fine. But at the same time, you know, I, I want to make sure to catch up with a lot of stuff so that you know when I go there, I'm not I'm not so behind on games that I can't talk to anybody about them and stuff like that. So um, you know, picking up that uh, Mortal Kombat 10, I, I'm really hoping to get started on that soon. Mortal Kombat X, rather. Um, but yeah, you know, that's just small update on my side and just, just kind of excited to say that we're all, that we're going to be able to go to E3 and see what happens mm-hmm. there. Um, but okay. Now, uh, we can go ahead and jump into our topic. Um, Grushy, you, uh, we went back to our poll for today, right? Yep. All right. How did the results go on that poll? <laughs> um, pretty much everyone wanted to talk about project Phi or right. fee as uh, Joe calls it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, there were a lot of people who, in the comments that said 
that they wanted to, you know, they were hoping that we would talk about some of the others too, just because Project Fee is, or Fi, now I'm saying Fee. <laughs> See, told you, it, roll, it rolls off the tongue better than Fi. Project Fi. Uh, plus, you is, know, you know, plus Fee doesn't have that douchey connotation that like you get from like a frat house. Like I'm from Kappa Beta Phi. <laughs> but, I'm subscribed uh, to Project Fi. Like, nope, Fee. Screw you. <laughs> See, it struck me the other route, you know, fee fi fo fum. They're, you know, <laughs> Google's new wireless carrier is the big giant in the room, right? Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know what? That's oh a great. God. That's that, that's yeah, a great just... connection. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know the, um, it's not you know it's it's a U.S. specific th- specific thing, and uh, obviously we have a lot of uh, you know listeners that are not in the U.S. So you know, Sorry, so I think guys. it's important to least touch on some of the other stuff but i mean i think it's still interesting even you know to everyone but it obviously is more kind of a u.s you know topic well i was i was thinking about it a lot today and 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 to be honest i do actually think we can fill the hour with project fi and um there are going to be a number of different ways that we can look at it but um since you the fans wanted us to talk about it that's the other reason why i was like let's let's see how far we can go with this also um so to start us off um grush was the one who did the article uh basically reporting on the uh the emergence of project five so why don't you go and give us a rundown as to what exactly this is oh sure you're gonna put me on the spot (laughs) (laughs) all right so basically uh i mean who hasn't heard it i mean all the rumors were going long before it ever got announced but basically google is started its own uh mvno um and uh it, it's using Sprint and T-Mobile networks with a combination of Wi-Fi. The idea is to create a network that can seamlessly switch between them. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, without dropping the call, basically, is the idea. So, you know, you can be in the middle of a call and all of a sudden, oh, you have a stronger Wi-Fi connection. It pulls you on and yet you don't lose anything, you know, where you were at. Um, and uh, there's a lot of other little perks involved, like... Uh, if you buy, it's it's prepaid. So let's say you buy five gigabytes of data, but you only use three gigabytes. Well, they'll refund you. Heck, even if you use like three point two gigabytes, they'll refund you the difference. You know, they don't round up or anything. And so uh, basically, the idea is to get uh, a service where you're going to be covered by someone pretty much everywhere you go. Is the idea with no drop, you know, dead drops or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and that's pretty much the rundown. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's pretty straightforward and it's it's there's also like i said there's um they're they're opening up things like you can use it in 120 plus countries uh obviously it's still only for u.s people but if they're traveling abroad uh also there's some cool stuff like uh you, is any device that you have hangouts installed you can uh you can use with a uh, project fi um you have to have a nexus 6 phone at the moment um but that's probably right now it's an invite only program kind of like uh like the uh, inbox uh inbox by uh, gmail was but uh, i think by the time it opens up to the public you know widespread i imagine we'll see you know samsung galaxy s6 and other partners you know come on board yeah i would be shocked if we didn't well uh to be fair the nexus 6 has that functionality built in mm-hmm. but it's because uh yeah it, it works with sprint it works with yeah it had, all, it had all the right carrier <laughs> stuff and so it was just set up perfectly for which, which was interesting program. to me because it seemed to me that google had some forward thinking when it was building the nexus 6 so oh i'm sure i'm yeah. sure they were planning this long before you know Game announced. I mean, we've been hearing rumors about this for you know. Really, oh, I yeah, think there's for, been rumors about this for years. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, you know, to some degree, you know, that for years we've been hearing about how Google was going to get involved in the wireless care business. So I'm sure, you know, 
you know, they, they don't just wake up one day and say, hey, let's do this now. You know, I, I'm sure this was years in planning. And so the Nexus 6 was probably planned all along for this. Yeah, definitely. Um, a few a few details. Um, so even if the Nexus 6 is the only device that will be able to switch between the different networks, the uh, obviously being Wi-Fi hotspots, like imagine a Starbucks or um, uh, T-Mobile or Sprints, just to be able to jump among of, among those. The, the other core functionality of it, uh, not even mentioning the, the, the data plans, the actual cost of the service, and the ability to use it across uh, all Google Hangouts, uh, I, I imagine those will be able to be used on any device. You just have to have that yeah, that's, SIM card. Yeah, that was kind of my, uh, I guess I didn't really clarify it, but yeah, anything that has Google Hangouts, you can use with your number. So like, you could call someone from your laptop using your number even if your phone's in another room or you know heck it's not even anywhere near you you know miles away exactly so, so that's kind of cool it's like uh it's like google voice on a sim card as well basically well that's yeah. basically what they did is they used that technology and then you know when that got baked into hangouts you know basically it's utilizing that part of that technology for it okay and uh just one last clarification detail um 20 bucks gets you unlimited talk and text uh-huh. and then and it's then it's, a, it's ten dollars per every gig there you go mm-hmm. and then you get refunded if you don't use a certain amount Correct. of gigs um yeah. all right cool so with all of that in mind so now google is jumping into the wireless game and yes they are piggybacking off of the networks that sprint and t-mobile have that's part of the reason why they are able to go to 120 plus countries with 2g connectivity that's what t-mobile does um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw it to our other guys. Um, Feisty, let's start with you. Um, any general, let's start off with some general reactions. Uh, how, how do you feel about Project Fi with all these details we have thus far? Uh, I'm going to split this up into two parts. First, you're going to get my initial reaction when I first read it. What are you guys thinking? Seriously, why Why are you doing this? <laughs> it's terrible. My initial reaction was... This is horrid. You know, it's limited to one phone. I know more will come, but you know, it's limited to one phone. It's an invite system. The price tag is pretty much what you're going to pay anywhere else, anyways. Uh, you stick with T-Mobile, for example. You can already go to those 120 other countries. And there was one little piece of wording in here that was like, for $20 a month, you get unlimited talk, text, and usage of your own Wi-Fi that you're already paying for. <laughs> oh, sorry, I added that at the end. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, you guys said it, 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 you know, part two, I've had a chance to, a day and a half to think about it now, and, uh, you know, it makes sense. It's a great evolution of where Google Voice into Hangouts has been going, but it, it's not revolutionary. It's good. It's not revolutionary, and I can't use it. Now, a personal note, uh, I look at their coverage map as I look at any of the other coverage maps. I live just outside of a big city. Not far out, by by the way, just outside. But it's kind of a mountainous area, and I get zero signal at my house. Zero, whatsoever, from any of these carriers. So I'm already using the Wi-Fi over the Hangouts. That's my only option. Does that make, you know, Project Fi good for me? I don't know. I'm, I mean, I've already, I'm already using it, so to speak, for free. I just, I, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm stuttering on out of frustration because <laughs> I don't <laughs> like what I'm seeing so far. Okay, so well, I mean, the the, the coverage uh, that T-Mobile and Sprint have, or rather, lack, is, is one of the glaring problems with this particular thing. I mean, I, I know a bunch of people. I think Grush, aren't you on Verizon for that particular reason, or? 
Um, no, um, there are a lot of people in my area. I'm actually on AT&T. Oh, you're on AT&T. Well, actually, yeah. I'm not on AT&T. I'm on Cricket, because AT&T sucks, but it's the same thing. It's only people. <laughs> yeah, they're using the same <laughs> networks, right? Um, well, like, Cricket is owned by AT&T, yeah. so... Well, yeah, the uh, it's it's the coverage map, and I I did feel that way also. I kept thinking to myself, well, I, I live in L.A. obviously, so this is a huge hub for L- for T-Mobile, and uh, I only ever really frequent places that you would have that kind of coverage. Same thing with Sprint. Uh, it would seem to me that if Google really wanted to make a splash with this particular program, they would want you know AT and T and Verizon. And I I guess something we can touch on a little bit later is whether or not they would be able to reel in those people. But obviously, T Mobile and Sprint have been the friendliest to the Google ecosystem. Um, how about how about you, uh, Joe? Uh, how do you feel about Project Fee? We'll 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 uh, we'll we'll, uh, we'll do it properly for each person. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I- I'm going to do this feisty style and go with my initial reaction and then after I thought about it. Uh, My initial reaction was actually 180 degrees from feisties. I was so excited. I was like, Project Fee, Five Fo Frick. Um, (laughs) I'm so excited about this. Because, like, you know, I'm used to seeing what Google has done in so many other ecosystems, you know, like what Android did to mobile and what Google Drive did to to, uh, cloud storage and, you know, what Google Plus did to social networking. And I'm like, they're going to do the same thing to wireless carriers. And then part two, I read about what they're going to do. And I was like, well, this is very disappointing. This is that scene in the bedroom where the guy's all like, I swear to God, this has never happened to me before. It's exactly <laughs> like that. And, um, and then as I continue, we're going to go part three. Now part three, what is, well, even once I figured it out, it's, 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 it's an average MVNO, you know, like other MVNOs, charge right around the same thing. I mean, you can get what would be the equivalent to, you know, it's unlimited, whatever, blah, 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 through straight talk and all that stuff for like 50, 60 bucks. And, um, and then I had time to think about it. And the more I think about project fee, the more I don't like it. Like there, there's just more things about it that just kind of like, you know, shake my angry bushes. And, um, wow, I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. But like, it's one of those things like you have to look, you know, when you look at the whole Google ecosystem, you know, they, you know, or the, the ecosystem and Android itself, you know, um, they, they did the, the next S where they, you know, dropped the SD card slot and they wanted people to be more cloud oriented. They have Google Play Music and, you know, Google Drive and Google Docs, which are all cloud based stuff. Google is all web. And then they come in, charge you for web connection. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's like a catch-22. It's like the more ingrained you are into Google services, the more Google's mobile service is going to cost you. Like, just loving Google is going to cost you even more money with Google. <laughs> and that seems really messed up to me, especially from a company that, you know, over the last year has been launching balloons into almost <clears throat> space to beam Wi-Fi down to this planet for free. And then to come out with something like this, where it's ten gigabyte or one or ten dollars per gigabyte, and, and at the end of the day, this is how I look at it: what you get is you get access for you know unlimited talk and text for twenty dollars and zero gigabytes of data, and then anything that you use after that is overage charges. It's essentially all it is: you, you, overage charges for what you for what data you use that's off of Wi-Fi, and it's essentially Republic Wireless but more expensive. Well, but don't you get uh, refunded for what gigs mm-hmm. in that ten dollar span, that extra ten dollar span? Like, like Rushy said, if you use, if you go over one gigabyte and then you use maybe like point two of a gigabyte, you get those eight dollars back. Is it would that yep. be equated? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So technically, well, I mean, 
I look at other, you know, I mean, there are most people, and I understand that most people don't use more than three, four, five, six gigs a month. Um, but everybody I know, and this is anecdotal, I, I just said that this is anecdotal, so anybody in the YouTube comments will get mad at me for this. Everybody I know uses between 10 and 40 gigs of data every month. Like, my brother doesn't have cable TV. He watches Netflix on his phone. Oh, I was about uh, to ask, who are these people? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's a good too, because I, I don't even hardly use like a, a half a gig. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't use, go nowhere. I, I sit in front of a dual screen monitor desktop on a 50 megabit connection all day long, and I still use 10 gigs a month. And I think because, you know, my brother is on my uh, T-Mobile plan because we have that two lines unlimited everything for $100. Oh, yeah. And if good. if we moved to Project Fee, uh, my phone bill this month would be over $500. And you know what? It, it, oh yeah, I'm using 50.2 gigabytes. Thanks for the eight bucks back, you freaking bankrupting jerk offs! Like, <laughs> it, it would cost me more than rent. What the hell is eight dollars back gonna do for me? So you know, it's it's one of those things where you know, project it just just like pretty much everything else Google has done lately. You know, it's for a certain type of person. If you travel a lot, if you don't use a lot of mobile data, you know, if you're really ingrained into Google services, but not so much that you're like streaming music on Google music all day long, then it's going to, you know, then I suppose it could probably be pretty good. But at the end of the day, like I just, it just doesn't feel like a step forward in any meaningful way outside. I mean, there's a couple of cool little features like the switching between the networks and the Wi-Fi is kind of cool, I guess. And I heard from somewhere that they do a VPN too, like that there's VPN built into it. Hmm. And I, and people are like, Oh man, that's going to be so cool. People need more VPN. I'm like, of course they need VPN. They're being freaking, they're, they're jacking into Wi-Fi networks on the random. Like <laughs> you're, you're going to need protection if you're going to force somebody <laughs> onto, you know, a random Starbucks as they're driving by. You don't know who's on that Starbucks connection that you're driving. You could be in the skeevy part of town. It could be like a jerk in there trying to sniff your packets and stuff. So, I mean, I don't consider the VPN something like revolutionary or innovative. I think it's something that has to be there for this not to be the worst idea of all time. Yeah, I agree with that part. And and you know what? I do agree with uh, <laughs> with your assessment. Like if, if you are the kind of person who uses, let's say, more than five gigabytes at any given month, then I agree that that you, you probably will not like the pricing, uh, the pricing tier of, uh, of Project Fi. Um, but that being said, though, like, I, I, okay, so um, I have T-Mobile and AT&T. Uh, the main reason being because I just like to have two phones on me, um, like, let's say half the time, I don't do it all the time. But uh, I have I have them available and I pay like 90 bucks for my T-Mobile because I paid the extra for tethering. Uh, and then AT&T, I just keep it pretty base. Um, even with the AT&T base that I have, I feel like if I only use, let's say, three gigabytes, knowing that I'm using Wi-Fi at home, I'm locally downloading my Google Play Music, so I'm not really streaming it, I could save like 50 bucks alone compared to my T-Mobile, my T-Mobile plan. Now, of course, tethering is a whole different story, and they haven't talked about that. But the thing that makes me laugh about this is the very people who could benefit the most from it are not the people who would know the most about Project Fi. Yeah, you know, no. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. We're, we're nerds. We use lots of mobile data. We are on the internet frequently. Project Fi is not for us. That's the crazy see, part. Actually, I don't know. I would almost consider it, personally. But see, like I said, I don't... I'm at home most of the time, you know, or... Well, you know, like, like, like every other person your age, Grushy, you're not, you know, you don't use your... 
you're mobile for uh, for the Facebooks and uh, the Candy Crushes, <laughs> like us kids. <laughs> well, and I, I do it. I do stuff on Wi-Fi, and I am old. That is true. Uh, Dude, you're, but, two, uh, you're not even two years older than me. You're not when a ten-year-old uh, tells you, yeah, when a ten-year-old tells you, you know, it must be true, guys. Uh, uh, you know, you made me think: How could people even live with you? You said that you have people in your family, Joe, that don't have a connection besides their. I don't know how you could even do that. I've I just looked. Like you, you had me curious. I just looked up how how many gigabytes I use on Time Warner, and last month was uh, six hundred gigs. So, <laughs> dude, I can get so, over that. That's no problem. Yeah, I, I approach a terabyte almost every month, but that's because the, of the, U- the month before that was a terabyte. <laughs> well, it's between the Netflix and the YouTubeins, I mean, I, fall I download a lot of Ste- I download a lot of Steam games and stuff. Oh yeah, that'll so, do it too. But yeah, no, um, it. The, the problem is, well, and I'm we not, don't. I'm we're, not we're cord cutters too, so yeah, yeah, that too. But I'm, I'm not trying to tell like a sap story or anything. But you know, my brother, you know, he works one of them, you know, fast food, fast foody kind of jobs, and, and ah. doesn't make the cash monies. Been so you know, I mean, you know, and and you know, I mean, we're together on a phone plan. You know, he forks out fifty bucks a month and gets internet and essentially cable TV. Well, not essentially cable TV. <laughs> But, you know, television content, you know, and then adding actual cable television and actual internet that is comparable to the 40 megabit, you know, internet that he gets from T-Mobile um, would cost him an extra $120 a month. And I mean, he just doesn't want to do that. He doesn't have, you know, that much extra leeway in his paychecks. I've, I've so. known people who'd, who've done that also. I, I, I had a friend... Um, a year ago whose mother she uh she just basically her entire digital life was on a note too and it was via t-mobile's unlimited plans and whatnot and she had just just a fine time with it you know um i i shudder yeah, to think how much that woman would be spending on project Phi. good lord yeah no exactly like yes. you, you look into those other use cases and and the reason why i bring up such use cases because i know not a lot of people are like that right now but that's the way it's gonna be in the future you know, and like not like too far into the future either. And I guess that gives Google time to change unless they really want to like keep this, you know, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce the word out loud. I've only ever seen it spelled niche, 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 niche. Yeah. Niche. Okay. Sorry. I'm an idiot sometimes. And that's one niece? of those moments. <laughs> niece. 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 Nietzsche. All right. So, hey, but it is really a Nietzsche product. <laughs> Somewhere in your app is sneezing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn Americans. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it, you look into the future, everything's on the cloud. Everything is, you know, in cloud storage. Everything is being streamed these days. And, and it's just going to get more and more prevalent. And I think that when you have a mobile service that doesn't embrace that inevitable future, <laughs> Sling TV, <clears throat> um, I think it's just, I think it's a step backwards, especially, you know, and it's disappointing, especially from Google, a company that has so many times over the last 15 years been the catalyst for giant steps forward, including the giant step forward to the cloud, which makes this step backward even possible. Well, to me, it okay. So one thought that came to mind there is, okay, so something I've, I, when I first saw this, I, I, I did think this is sort of like a half- a half like a like a like a half 
completed idea. <laughs> and um, Josh, that is how I roll all the time. Just go with it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a, this is like a half completed idea. They have the right I, they have the right idea. They just haven't really hashed out all of the details yet. Now, the part of it that I think is really great is that they're basically telling the wireless carriers, and I'm going to get into this a little bit later with you guys. They're pretty much telling the wireless carriers that their current models suck. And uh, maybe the only one, maybe the only one that doesn't really uh, fit that description at the moment is T-Mobile because they have been doing some pretty great stuff. But then again, T-Mobile is the one that has um, been the catalyst for change in other carriers, like you know the AT&T Next program. You know, not having to pay the subsidy or not having to worry about the subsidies anymore. Just pay the phone little by little over two years instead of you know getting roped into a contract. Now everyone's doing it. Even Verizon's <laughs> doing it of all people. And um, now Google's trying to create this change where they're trying to consolidate the networks while providing an easy to understand wireless service. Um, now the whole idea of it going from Wi-Fi to let's say 4G and back again, you know, without any drops or anything like that, that's more of a nerdy side. But I, but that makes me think that I th- I think Google what they're trying to do is future proof their product, their service. For the idea that Wi-Fi hotspots, now now you guys can chime in after I say this if you don't agree with me or if, or if you do, Wi-Fi hotspots will probably become just as ubiquitous as the mobile networks themselves. Oh, yeah. You think, oh, they yeah, definitely right? will. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, they definitely will. It, the, the problem is, is that, you know, public Wi-Fi is like the number one security risk for all people surfing the web outside of their homes. Well, that's, that's why they like, have the language in there that said, especially places with Google Fiber. <laughs> I remember that was specifically <laughs> put into that, into into their literature. Oh, Google mm-hmm. Fiber. That was that was a huge step forward that, I mean, circa, you know, completion date is circa 2200 at this point. 20, <laughs> the year 2200. Yeah, we're going to do one metropolitan area every two years. Until Larry Page's great great grandchild is the CEO. <laughs> well, I mean the, I mean the, uh, the the whole idea that somebody uses all mobile data and that could really jack up the cost. It seems to me a move that Google would have known would suck. <laughs> so that's why it makes me think that these mobile hot, these Wi-Fi hotspots in establishments across the country, let's say, like we already have Starbucks, and for God's sakes, McDonald's is doing it now too. Um, they uh, they're going to be places that you'll always have a refuge, and you'll always be able to, in pretty much any major establishment, be able to not have to worry about using those gigabytes and have to pay so much. I'm imagining a conversation a guy is having with his wife someday down the road when he uh, engages with Project Fivey. Um, hey, honey, I'm going to go run to uh, McDonald's. Why? Well, the new the new season of House of Cards is out and the cable's down, and I don't really want to pay any more for mobile data, so I'm going to go spend the rest of my evening eating apple pies and taking advantage of the free refills watching netflix like i don't know it's just it's it seems like a lot of complicated stuff like it seems like over you know over management uh uh, you know that uh, again half completed thoughts this is how we roll at the fdp podcast folks um (laughs) you know it seems like it'd be easier just to be able to stick to you know a connection and not have to worry about it like i mean if you want to jump from wi-fi to mobile that's fine you know especially if you put in the security things in there to make it viable i admit that that is a good idea but when you charge for the mobile data when you charge so much for the mobile data um 
it goes right back to the same thing that people were complaining about years ago about how, you know, tiered data plans are stupid and how people, you know, can't use their phones the way they want to use them because they have to make sure instead of, you know, oh, I don't want to go over and get charged more money. Now it's, oh, I have to go find a Wi-Fi hotspot first. It's the same problem with a different name. See, you know, I'm kind it, of on a... I'm on a different page than you. I don't think their pricing's that bad. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's a, um, it, yeah, it is. I mean, yes, there are unlimited plans for like Sprint and T-Mobile. But if you're someone like myself who doesn't have access to T-Mobile or Sprint, um, Sprint a little bit, but Sprint I would never go back to. Um, and that's a story for another time. But anyway, um, if you don't have access to those or you're in a bad area for Sprint or T-Mobile, there's not a whole lot of uh, unlimited plans out there. And if you look at the price... Uh, if you add like two gigabytes, you know, you're paying two gigabytes, 40 bucks by the time you're done. So, you know, you're, cause you're paying, you know, $10 for each gig and then the $20 fee to be on fee or fi or whatever. Yeah, um, fi, 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 uh, anyway, that's $40. That's about what you're paying. Like with cricket, it's 35 and you get 2.5 gigabytes. So that's a little more, but it's pretty comparable to other MVNOs. So I think your complaint really, I mean, it's it's not a complaint. It's, it's valid, but I think I think kind of what I think basically your real upset is that uh, it's just not any different than any other MVNO, right? I mean, it's not. I don't think it's any worse. It just may not be better. Well, in it's that it's worse. It, it, it's not. And I already said that. I already said that it's not any better. Well, I know, but you make and it sound like you make it, you're making it sound like they're uh, charging a bajillion dollars, you know, compared to everyone else. I don't think they are. No, it, yes, it's, there it's, are it's unlimited the plans, the, but. It's the way they're doing it, you know. It's the whole like, you know, they, they try to make um, they try to make something that's not that great sound great, you know. It's it's that's <laughs> what that that's the complaint. If they came up right out and said, "Look, you know, we're gonna charge you for every gigabyte of data you use, starting at zero. You know, if they were upfront and honest about it, I probably would have stopped ranting about it five minutes ago. But, you know, it's the the whole, like, you know, yeah, we're going to switch you back and forth from Wi-Fi to, you know, to mobile data to save you money, money that you're charging me. You know, it's like when a bookie, like, it'd be like know, a bookie really, taking a bet pay, or paying a bet or taking, paying someone's winnings by taking another bet. You know, like, oh, well, the bet's free because you already won this last one. You know, it's like, it, it just seems like... I don't it's think the a, point of Project Fi is to save money, though. I don't think that's really the idea behind it. No, it's the idea. All. It's the idea of improving coverage, you, you know, and preventing then drops. Why charge, then, then, then why charge for data at all? Why not just put a flat rate there? You know, you twenty. You know, like they could have done it a lot of different ways. Is what I'm saying is they could have done the twenty dollars and then Wi-Fi only, or they could have done thirty dollars for a gig. You know, forty dollars for two gigs, and then like well, at a certain the same. and then at a that's certain level, is. say that's oh, what that's it is. How, no, no, how no. is it any different? And then at a certain point, just say screw it, unlimited data, so that see, somebody is, like see, me. Can I, switch see, I, this, can enjoy the expanded networks, can enjoy the, the new technology, and not have to stay behind so, it where I am now because I use too much data for it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I realized that we were going to get to that point. I think that we have been spoiled by the word unlimited. We, 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 we completely have been because if there's one thing that um, that that really makes uh, the phone carriers, uh, the the the, wild, the the mobile carriers clamp down on their customers more than anything it's the cost of data the cost of bandwidth and one thing we've never done for users is help 
educate them on how to keep their mobile costs down. Now, obviously, it's not something like water that is a resource that we have to really, especially here in California, for God's sake, <laughs> something that we have to mm-hmm. actually uh, conserve. But at the same time, it is the same thing that will make these wireless carriers, uh, you know, bump up the prices on everything, and it makes uh, it makes uh, all of it makes everything more expensive when there's no bandwidth to go around, and it's just the cost of being able to send it all out. Um, I think we're spoiled by the word unlimited, to be honest. And if somebody is able to learn how to use the Wi-Fi at home and then maybe only use two gigabytes, well, there's $40. And otherwise, an unlimited plan would cost 55 and they're already saving $15 based upon how much they were going to use that month anyway. That's just, that's just my thought on it. I, I honestly do think that the word unlimited well, is thrown around way too that- much when it comes to mobile. That's one of those things. It's just, it's a wholly different conversation. But the, the problem isn't that it costs them too much. Is that they're still developing their infrastructure, oh, yeah. and they're doing it at a not very good pace. <laughs> they're not doing it. They're not upgrading their infrastructure to meet with demands because you know th- this whole thing has happened with the ISPs already. And um, in, in my neck of the woods, the only ISP that still throttles data is AT and T Uverse. Nobody else cares because they have the bandwidth there because they they made the proper adjustments to their infrastructure. They limit people to speeds, and this is this is the thing that I don't understand. Why does why if bandwidth is such a huge deal, if not everybody can have the you know all of the data, why aren't people like you know why just drop it down to twenty five megabits? Like we need any more than that, you know. Instead of limiting how much data we can consume, why not just limit the speed of the data that we already have so that more people can access it? Um, for, for those who don't know, bandwidth is essentially like a freeway, you know, and only so much data can come through it. But if everyone's limited to just a certain number of roads on that giant freeway, then there's more space for everybody instead of I everybody think- trying to gain as much as humanly possible because i saw somebody who was getting like 90 megabit on a t-mobile lte connection why why you don't need that you <laughs> i can agree stream with you. hd on netflix on a six megabit connection you don't need more than 25 I, lock I, it down to 25 to you know 25 down five joe up. angry joe smash <laughs> it is because like no i think the idea that i have to watch how much data i use every month is freaking absurd like, I'm sorry, like, you know, the, the whole spoiled by unlimited. I'm probably spoiled by unlimited. I'll give you that one. But uh, it's it's a, it's the Internet. This is 2015. We live in an era where everything is on the Internet. And by limiting the amount of data that people are allowed to have every month, it's essentially saying you can only have so much, you know, Internet at a time. It's just. It's so silly to me. No, I agree, and, and I and I and don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not advocating for everyone to be limited, um, but you know, it's just this whole idea that people get up in arms whenever either on the one hand, and, and you brought up another good point. Like on the one hand, if you take away this idea of unlimited, people get pissed. If you have yeah. if you have this idea that everyone gets this super high speed, but in even even to your point, even if we were to slow down people's speeds in order to open up the traffic for everybody rather than worry about how much data worry about the speed that everyone does there's oh man there's going to be so many so many pissed off people it's like why is my why is my phone not going at 99 miles per hour why is it not going at 20 
right at that well, this here, point. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> there are already so many pissed off people. I had a guy on Google Plus today literally chew me out over this because he's sick and tired of going into the city and having, you know, his data just drops down to like 56K speeds because it's a huge congested area. And I guess, you know, he was coming from the same frame of mind that you are, where if people are paying for data, then they're using less data and then congested areas get to ease up a little bit. My idea, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. At the end of the day, the idea is reach for the same goal to ease up the congestion, right? See, you yeah, know, that's what, are... I mean, if you think about it, that's what <laughs> Fi is aiming for is that if that guy's getting bad, you know, bad data, it would switch to different cellular network and he'd no longer have the issue and also yeah. if if he's going to be paying 10 bucks per gigabyte he'll be more he'll, to, to, to the point i was making earlier not not necessarily saying that this is ideal for everybody but uh, if everybody is aware of how much they're going to end up spending uh then it would also ease up the traffic in that way as well true i don't know i mean i guess to me i just feel like the i i understand how mvn you know i think I don't think it's affordable for an MVNO to uh, offer unlimited data. I think they, you know, because they're, you know, they're buying, you know, their data in buckets, basically, from carriers. And uh, I just don't think that's that's feasible at this point. Maybe eventually, but I think at this point it's not, you know. Mm. And uh, because, I mean, no one's, I mean, no MVNO has has unlimited. There's not a single, (laughs) nothing I can think of, is there? Who is? Oh, okay. I'm with uh, with Simple Mobile. Go, go ahead. Does? What was that, Feisty? Go ahead. Sorry, yeah, I'm with Simple Mobile. It is unlimited. Now, they do okay. throttle well, they it after it. your monthly X amount. Okay, but, yes, uh, actually, you're right. There are quite a few that have, un- well, even I think Cricket is technically, it's just that you get like 128K <laughs> after you use your amount. But <laughs> you I don't consider, much. I guess I don't consider that truly unlimited because, I mean, it, it's crappy after a little while, so you Dude, might as well. It can not still load. It can still load a Facebook feed, you know, or you know, True it enough. can still you can still post a tweet on on a two G network. True enough. And you know what's That's funny? A good point. So something I just thought of: if Google, it, I guarantee, you know what, this whole conversation could have been avoided if Google had done one thing: if they had given us free two G. Yeah, you I think that? so. Like, yeah, you're like, right. If it put, a, had... put, put a toggle yeah. in there. Turn off the four G. Let me surf on the Wi Fi. You know, on the Wi Fi is for free, and then the two G network for free. Well, and, and avoid the 4G networks entirely and not I mean, charge you know, for it. How awesome would that be, though? Who's to, you know? say, that, who's to is... say that that's not the case right now, though? Like, well, yeah, I mean, honestly, they haven't fully announced everything. You have to realize that it's not available for another like week. Uh, th- like uh, when Cricket was first, well, back when it was uh, a- uh, IO wireless or whatever, uh, they weren't very specific on their terms. But then it came out to, to light that, uh, yes, you could continue to use it after you used your, your base amount. And so... Who knows? I mean, considering Sprint and T-Mobile both have the structure for that, it may be, you know, because we might be making we might be making, you know, an issue out of something that isn't an issue. It's hard to say at this point. I'm I'm willing to bet that Google will uh, that the Project Fi is going to take on that model where you put in the money that is then used, and then when that money runs out, um, you know, I I, I think because that's a pretty common way of doing pay as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I wanted to do a temperature check over there. Feisty, how are you doing in uh, front row seat to this heavyweight bout? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we Joe and I kind of yeah, have no, no <laughs> problem. <a> <laughs> I was letting you guys set the groundwork. So I didn't realize this was the 
Friday sunny day picnic podcast, guys. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Well, we're, we're in the process of trying to find a new name for the show, and and for every for for all you fans who have been using hashtag FDP, I'm sorry if that does change in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, well, no, I, I do, as long I, as you got your popcorn. <laughs> yeah, I, I I want to like reel back. You guys do realize I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think Project oh, yeah. Five no, because this yeah. is it's something I've had to deal with all day today. Is people are like, well, you obviously think it sucks. No, oh, no, I think it's lackluster. I don't think it's I bad. I just um, think it's boring. It's it's not anything my own personal, special. My own know? personal opinion on it is, uh, I actually agree with you. You know, I never actually stated my opinion. I think it's a great concept, uh, but uh, implementation, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think it's exciting. Uh, to me, it's no better and no worse than any other MVNO. It's, th- there's, exactly. if it had, I mean, to me, but what I'm excited about is the technology behind it. The idea to seamlessly switch between is really potentially useful, uh, especially coming from where I live. Uh, okay, I, I envision a network whether it's you know Project Phi or whether it's someone else eventually that can give me this, and maybe no one can. Where imagine if uh, you had one you know service that could seamlessly you know that bought basically uh, minutes from all the major carriers and even like regional carriers like U.S. Cellular and goes hand off between all of them. And so basically, no matter where you went while traveling, you would be guaranteed to get something. You know, even if it wasn't a great connection, you would always have a connection, and uh, you know you would have you know minimal drops. Uh, for me, I live in a small, for those who don't know, obviously all you guys who are, you know, hosts, you know, know, but for our listeners, I live in a, a cornfield, basically. <laughs> we don't have houses around here. They're just cornfields and cow. Okay. A little more than that. But, uh, I live in a small town in the Midwest, um, near a big city, but not in the city. Anyway, um, I have where I'm at, uh, in my town, there is AT&T coverage, there's Verizon, there's Sprint, there's US Cellular, there's everyone but T-Mobile. Um, but you go 20 minutes over, uh, and there's a town where US Cellular is it. In fact, there's actually a whole like section where US Cellular is it, um, all around me, US Cellular. And I don't have US Cellular, so I just, when I'm in those areas, I just go off grid basically um or go to people's my friends who live in that area i just use their wi-fi connections and whatnot and so to me the idea of something that could just seamlessly jump onto u.s cellular's network and then jump back to verizon's and then jump back to that's awesome you know Mm. and i'm sure there's many other people out there who live in these areas that where the where you may not have access to really strong just one carrier you know dominating the area and uh that would feel the same as me. I mean, I would be willing to pay a premium for that, you know? And so to me, the technology of being able to unite all the networks basically under one service is awesome. And that's what I'm excited about. It's not oh, no. necessarily project Fi or fee or foe. It's uh, what it's capable of the technology behind it. Basically, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. definitely. It certainly and, does. And, and yeah. That's, and that's, isn't that the weird thing though? Is that, like they had that, that technology. You're right. It's really cool. Like I really like the, you know, the idea of being able to jump from, the, from thing to thing. I don't like being charged a whole bunch more than I pay now for it, but I like the idea and I like the premise and I even like the built-in security tools, like the built-in VPN to, to keep yourself safe on the, the Wi-Fi networks is really, really awesome. What's weird is that this, despite all of that, Project Fi is still average. I no, agree. I'm going to defend them a little bit here. I'm going to defend Google just a bit. And basically, my argument is on what Grushy was talking about 
the infrastructure. Um, of course, in Portland here, we're a, a potential Google Fiber town, and I've been watching how they're getting everything implemented. Now, of course, they're laying their own lines where needed and putting up their own substations, whatnot. It's a struggle. And what, one of the biggest things making it possible here in Portland is that the metro system is offering up for free use of their stations and their lines and their, their you know, along the tracks they can lay lines for free. Oh, wow. And, I mean, that's huge, absolutely huge. And, and that's the one of the only reasons that it's going to, if it even comes to be because of some other political stuff, if it comes to be, that's one of the only reasons it'll happen. And that's kind of where Google is stuck right now, I think. Um, if, politically speaking, they could launch their own equipment, their own actual infrastructure to give Wi-Fi and, and to give cellular to this country, uh, never mind the rest of the world, sorry, uh, let's talk about the U.S. just for now. If they could do that, I think that they would. Um, isn't it in Mountain View? Somebody will have to correct me if I'm wrong or look this up, but I'm pretty sure in Mountain View, Google had set up an entire free wireless to the entire city. And politically, uh, whoever it was, the you know the telcos of some sort came in and lobbied and had it shut down. So Google had to turn off free wireless to the city just you know because the paying telcos and, and the ones that were accustomed to have gouges for money are the ones that blocked them. And just like, you know, moving forward with Project Fi, it's, you know, they're an MVNO. They're not their own telco. And they're stuck. You guys already said this, but, you know, they're purchasing the minutes and the bandwidth from the other companies. You Giving know, it think... for free isn't really what they can do here. It's, it's a little bit out of their hands. Well, no you one know, asked them to do it for Joe free. kind of... Joe touched on well, not for free, days. but cheaper and stuff. You know what I mean. Everything yeah. you were asking for, Joe, is it, you know they could do it, but it would have to be at a loss because of what Grushy said. They've they've got to pay upstream for the service That's in the first place. See, I don't, well, you I, know, I, don't, I, I, think... don't, I don't mind paying for unlimited data. Like, I don't mind paying what it would take to give me unlimited data on that network. I'm just upset that I don't have that option. That that I can't make that switch to to something as as potentially awesome as Project. Feisty could be. <laughs> they you know, just suck enough. I can't use it. I, I can't use it, and, and until they give me an unlimited data option, I can never use it. And that's it's frustrating, you know, because you know you just said, you know, Google's bottleneck. They have to do this thing, dude. If they charge ninety dollars a month for unlimited data, I'd switch to it. No problem. I, that's I don't what I do right now with T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah, like I, I well, it's, you know, I don't mind switching, you know, to something new and something better. But if I'm switching to something that's going to ultimately cost me more money for what is essentially, you know, until the infrastructure that Google's trying to work out here gets finished, um, I mean, it's just asking me to pay more money for the same kind of stuff. And in yeah, some I cases, that, uh... you know, oh, sorry. and you got to think of the battery drain too. switching from network to network all day long. Supposedly, they have technology. Supposedly, because they did mention that. Supposedly, they have some kind of way to help with that, so it's not an issue. Supposedly. I I think they had a way to help with the Nexus 5 camera? Yeah, like I said, that's why I say supposedly. (laughs) And the memory leak and lollipop? Well, again, this is this. this I believe it when me. I see it. Grushy, the, I oh, I, I agree. It, that's why I said. That's why I didn't. That's why I said supposedly. Supposedly, um, yeah. But that's the thing. Like, just real quick. Sorry, Grushy. I, I just wanted to say, like, it, it, it's almost self-defeating for Google to call it Project 
fi <laughs> rather well, than yeah. something that's well, completed that's, you know <laughs> like that's exactly what i was saying is that uh something we all touched on earlier this is not a complete idea exactly it's part of an idea but you know google does that a lot it's um I think it's about the long term here. This is to set up, you know, for the days when they do have, you know, Google Fiber and maybe even, you know, balloons in the air that are, you know, beaming down Wi-Fi. I think it's to set up for, you know, what will happen in a decade from now, not necessarily, you know, and I think this is just a baby step and a way to kind of test it. And uh, let's just face it. I mean, we'll be honest here. Most of Google's stuff are beta tests. You know, most of their you basically buy to you know you're buying into being a beta tester on a lot of things. Oh yeah, that are for sure. To Google, that's just a fact. Oh no, definitely. And, and, and so, I, and I acknowledge that it's you know I I do acknowledge that it's an experimental thing too. I just you know I just kind of wish they were a little bit more like you know Google Music with it instead of yeah you know like Verizon with it. Well, I think that you know? uh, I do think it's kind of funny if you think about it that. Uh, in this one step, basically, Google found a way to uh, complete uh, Sprint and T-Mobile's merger on their own. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, like, that's basically what they did. But, you know, I kind of, uh, like I said, the technology, the idea to switch between, um, I was thinking just for those who are still hanging in on with us that are not U.S.-based, uh, I was even thinking, like, the technology from, uh, granted, I don't know a lot about European carriers, I just know basics, uh, so anyone who knows a little more, weigh in. But, uh, you know, I know that in Europe there are quite a few carriers, I mean, tons compared to what we're used to. Oh, yeah. And uh, the idea of this kind of technology uniting carriers, like, you know, if there were like, you know, in a country like Romania, for example, where uh, our one of our uh, editors, Bogdan, lives, I know there's several, quite a few he's talked about. And the idea for like some of those to unite with some of the small carriers in like, you know, the neighboring countries, you know, near Romania, if they could all enter into some kind of similar sharing program where it could jump back and forth. I don't know. The technology is what I'm excited about, I guess, because I think it has a lot of merit beyond just the U.S. even, you know? Yeah. yeah I and... mean, they're essentially turning the main characters and the, the ones who hold the spectrum into, um, oh, what are they called? Uh, not the ISPs, but the ones the ISPs get the internet from. Mm-hmm. What are they yeah. called? Anybody um... remember? Off top yeah, of heads. I know what you're. Yeah, I'm being the the gods of the internet, yeah. essentially. <laughs> and I think you know, and think this is another one of those half baked ideas that we have here on the FTP podcast. Um, what if Google's just trying to turn the major carriers into the internet gods of the mobile space? You know, instead of interfacing directly with customers, just interface directly with somebody like Google. Just switch back mm-hmm. and forth between the networks at will. And I think that'd be awesome if like they're that'd if be they come really with a system. I, Assuming I, don't I didn't we'll have to pay per gigabyte a... for it, I would love that. <laughs> I, I think that it would be really hard to get the carriers to cooperate at this level, but it would be amazing if there was a future where you could like basically have a service where you don't necessarily it, – it hops into all of them and they just pay whoever – instead of signing up for these carriers, Google or whoever pays these carriers for, hey, okay, this this much was used on your network. And basically we no longer directly sign up for any of the carriers. That would be awesome. You know, that would if they be were awesome. That really exactly. would be awesome. That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. That would be fantastic. Unfortunately, um, no one would want to get along at that so That's level. the thing. <laughs> I, I, I love that Feisty was able to say um, his part about that because it makes it makes – complete sense that these uh phone companies these wireless this wireless carriers would 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 blow back on a plan like this if if google did want to sort of put everyone under an umbrella but even on the other side of the coin uh we're saying that google is going to unite all of these carriers and it's going to be a good thing but also there's the whole idea that google might you know it's always a problem with google the whole idea that it is a monopoly and uh, if it was mm. able to succeed in uniting the carriers, I mean, there's well, always going to be blowback on that too. 
So what if it was more like an approach, like basically, which is what kind of what Joe was saying, I think. Uh, what if it was an idea? Basically, the idea of uh, right now, you know, uh, you have multiple ISPs and they dial into the same, you know, internet. I think it's like uh, what three or four giant carriers that cover all yep. of North America. Something yeah. Like what if it was basically the same concept? Like you had four or five different companies, Google, whoever else got involved, and then they dealt with these networks. So Verizon, instead of being a carrier, and AT&T, instead of being a carrier, were basically just parts of that network. And wow. when, it's very and when we used that part, uh, they would get paid. You know, uh, okay. unfortunately, like I said, this is an awesome idea in a way, but we know it's 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 not going. It'll happen. never happen because <laughs> it's never I mean, ever going to happen. Because they uh, have to figure out a way to make a profit at that level. <laughs> yeah, well, profit too. They, they need to be well, able to make well, a profit. Well, they off could, of it. I think they could make a profit off of it. I you mean, know, what? It, it's I just, just th- digging deeper into it. You know, like they'd be able to like fire all of their customer service reps. They wouldn't need to maintain yeah, stores anymore. They, they could dedicate all of that stuff. And just upgrading having an in- awesome network. Yeah, yeah, upgrading their infrastructure, and that would ultimately get rid of the, the congestion issue that makes Josh hate unlimited data so much. Hater. <laughs> <laughs> I do not hate right, unlimited Joe, I, data. And just like that, we solved the whole carrier problem. <laughs> I have one more concept to throw in there at you, Greshi. And, and this is more for Joe than anything. Yay! Uh, I like things for you, me. <laughs> you've mentioned, uh, and, and I saw your Google Plus stream earlier today as well, uh, uh, you know, your focus was that, uh, you know, Google is putting out this... It, in certain terms, expensive network. Uh, and they're, at the same time, they offer all of their services that eat so much data. What if Google did not charge for data to their services? That would help. Talk Holy about God. monopoly, sure, but uh, that might change things around. T-Mobile's already doing with music streaming. Yeah. They yeah, don't charge for the actually, certain music streaming services. It's actually really great. Um See, I don't know how I'd feel about that because my biggest so you my biggest net use want, is Joe. Netflix, personally. <laughs> but I mean, no, that'd be actually really cool. It'd throw in some uh, throw in some uh, Google Drive space along with it, unfettered uh, data access to the Google services. That would actually be a pretty nifty idea. I like that. That's something so unique, think, at least. So Damn. yeah, I think basically <laughs> we could sum up the idea that uh, there is a lot of potential in Project Fi. It's just that the current implementation is implementation. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. Implement. Yeah. yeah I, I'm getting tired. <laughs> it's, anyway, it's actually pronounced implementation. Implementation. fee. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it's just that right now what we have is weak. You know, well, it, it's, it's funny a cool the way idea. you say it because we technically don't even have it yet. True. <laughs> true. I mean, we're kind of speculating. I mean, because. And, you know, what what we get during the initial, you know, stage while they're, while it's just an invite program and what we get when it becomes a public program yeah. could be very different, too, you know? Yeah, They're not sure. necessarily – it could look very, very different. Who knows? Hell, maybe they could get AT&T or Verizon to jump in, too, at that point. That would be amazing <laughs> to me. Yeah, good luck. But, well, I mean, but they – AT&T and Verizon have MVNO services. So, I mean, it's possible. Um, I, you know, I'm sure it would be more, it would raise the prices even more. And then Joe would have even more to, uh, Hulk smash about, <laughs> you know, if, if they did that, right. If, if they did that and skyrocketed the prices and you guys want to talk about it into a podcast, you'd have to invite lawn for that week. Cause I'm not, <laughs> Joe, Joe's like, I, I'm not attending. <laughs> I know, you know, and it's not just like, cause I don't want to, it's because I, I don't think you guys want me to, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I admit that there are times where I, there are people who don't want to be in the same room as I am, and that would be one of those days. 
Joe Smash. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for E3 if you come. <laughs> you come oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be really fun. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thoroughly and spiritedly, we've uh, we've talked about Project <laughs> Vi. Um, <laughs> we're on a roll with these podcasts these days, man. I love it. <laughs> uh, but in any case, um, I, I imagine that we've uh, covered it. So all of you, all uh, of the, let's say, 2,000 people who voted on that poll, I think over 50% asked for Project Fi, and you got it. Um, so uh, thank you for listening to the Friday Debate Podcast, FDP, as you can hashtag it on social media, of course. Um, as for next week, I did want to put this out there. Um, I will be in New York for... Um, for the LG launch, and yep. um, I will be back in time to be able to do an episode, but I'm going to put this out there. I'm still trying to figure out the logistics because obviously uh, the time around the launch is going to be really hectic. There's a yeah. there's a possibility that... Now, the main possibility is I come back on time on, on Wednesday and Thursday and be able to record with us, our usual panel. By then, hopefully you guys or anyone who any one of our fellow writers and YouTubers are going to have seen my videos already and we can talk at length about the LG G4. Um, but the, uh, the, 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 the more fun thing that I feel like might happen is I might be able to get a few of our uh, industry friends in on a podcast as well. If you remember, we did one at Mobile World Congress with uh, Pocket Now and uh, Nicole Scott from Mobile Geeks. Um, so I've actually been talking to some people who I know I'm going to be seeing at uh, the LG launch. So that might happen as well. So we'll keep you posted on that. Um, but in any case, we will still have the poll available for future episodes as well, uh, especially when there isn't something as big as, let's say, Project 5 or a G4 happening. But nonetheless, I want to give a thanks again to all of our hosts, uh, Joe, John, and Andrew. Uh, and uh, remember to keep it tuned to Android Authority for all of the best coverage, including the Friday Debate podcast and everything we do on YouTube. But don't forget to head on over to AndroidAuthority.com because, as we always end this podcast together, everybody, we are your source for all things Android. 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 <laughs> Did you just not try, Grushy? Was that... <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, Grushy didn't I say it at all. I, I did. I said oh, it. it didn't come through for me. <laughs> I was I the either. first one who said it. <laughs>